You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from the slab. It is with Lone Star. You're with Dick and Skippy in our new revamp. Supposedly two hours. (laughs) You know, every time we have I plan on doing something, something happens. Something happens. Dick got stuck in some traffic that only Dick can get stuck in. Apparently on I-45 near downtown earlier today, uh, someone lost uh, one of those uh, storage containers, one of those big 20-footer or 40-footer containers, and uh, just blocked blocked his way to me. So I was in the studio sobbing quietly. There were tears. There were tears. That is Monday. It is Monday morning. Almost is the penultimate day of October. Almost Monster Mash tomorrow. It is All Hallows Eve Eve. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, I think. That's what I was hearing over the week. Interesting. I wonder, uh, like, I'll do the hour by hour, you know, because uh, we want to see if it'll be raining during actual trick-or-treating or not. I mean, I knew it was pretty busy here in downtown on Saturday. Yes, it was a wackadoodle kind of all over the place. I uh, Saturday, I was at a uh, um, at that... Uh, Green Zone Housing dedication event at Camp Hope for the uh, PTSD Foundation. And it was awesome. It was just all these veterans were there. Uh, great speeches, great presentations, all kinds of cool stuff, great music. But uh, driving back, and I needed gasoline. I had to come back up to, to Conroe. And Camp Hope is pretty close to uh, the, the racetrack there on, on Beltway 8, near uh, two, you know, kind of near 249, the, the horse track. And I had to pull in for gasoline on the corner, and it took me about 45 minutes because all these people – have drunk in their cars, in their Halloween costumes, and walking down the street. Uh, it was just insane. A big party atmosphere. And I felt like the old guy yelling at the kids to get off his lawn. I'm like, I just want gas in my car so I can get up to Conroe. And uh, So I finally made it up to Conroe, made it to Conroe Coffee before they closed for the evening. Because, you know, they're open uh, late on Saturdays now. Yeah, for the place. The yeah. yeah, one more weekend for Frankenstein. I know that. So I actually, because uh, my wife had been out of town like all week long, and she's waiting for me at Conroe Coffee. So I'm, I'm like honking at people to get out of my way. It's like, my wife's waiting for me. I haven't seen her. And uh, so yeah, it turned out okay. But yeah, just kind of a crazy weekend, and it's not even trick-or-treat night yet. Yeah. it was. Uh, we were in Houston for the Montrose Pub Crawl during the day. I hear rumors and, about what you guys got up to. And it was fun. Like we, There was a lot of ridiculous costumes. It was great. Everybody was having a good time. Uh, didn't see anybody get in trouble, which was different. Mm-hmm. Usually, you see a couple people just causing chaos, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was good. There's some great costumes. Uh, some there's a couple there that I'm not sure of the character names, but it was from Beetlejuice when G- uh, Gina Davis and her husband get morphed into. Oh, like he's got the zipper mouth or something yeah, like that. And- uh, they whoever did their costume, they they basically did their own masks. And it looked really good. Cool. I just kind of like, well, and that's what I was trying to tell Holly at the time. I was like, I, that's the one thing I would not like to do because you're going to be moving around and like you have to, you can't talk to somebody with that mask on. You can't drink anything. You can't eat anything. <laughs> probably, there's probably a little bitty straw yeah. um, in the in the front of the mouth for that purpose. So that was the only reason I was like, I just can't choose those kind of costumes unless they're going for a contest. Right. And that, that'll do it. The, uh. 
two times I actually won a costume contest it was back in my college days because I went to University of St. Thomas in Montrose. Uh, one year I won as Mozart and I actually got one of the costumes that Tom Hulse or Hulchi, however you pronounce his name, wore in the movie. And at that time it fit me like perfectly. And so I had the, and then my, uh, my wife at the time, she went as a, you know, a, a wench and I won co uh, contests on that one. And then one year, the fateful year that I went as a uh, Frankenfurter when I was much younger, I was more than half my age and could pull it off. And my wife went as a uh, Janet. So yeah, we're cruising Montrose. Me as Frankenfurter, her in a bra and a slip. And, uh, we rightfully won some prizes for that one. That's oh, funny. my, my, my wild and crazy youth. <laughs> she has a blackmail photo of that too. That's like the only blackmail photo of me in existence. And she has it. And she threatens with me with it from time to time. Well, outside that story, I know last night was the big story of the baseball game. Was there a game last night? There was, it was a long game. And this, I was, it's great watching baseball now. Cause I have no idea about baseball. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know there was kind of like a pitch limit in uh, really? pitchers. Well, no, like, oh, like it's not a, a rule, but it's like, it's kind of rule of thumb. If you're, Pitchers doing 90 pitches and get to that 100 well, yeah, pitch counter. Well, yeah, because they can blow an arm. And you got to take them out because I know, like, when, I think it was uh, Saturday's game or, yeah, it could have been Saturday games or Friday's game. The Dodgers kept going through pitchers. So I was like, man, I can't believe that's not, a, like, against the rules to go through, like, seven pitchers. <laughs> but uh, but they pulled this guy because he pitched so many pitches. And the reason I'm telling you this story, folks, is I didn't know how long baseball games were. But apparently they pitched so much. That's why it lasted so long. It wasn't because they went to the 11th inning or whatever. It was because they kept throwing so many balls and strikes together that everyone had an average of like four pitches thrown at them. Which, wow, that's pretty That's pretty high. So, yeah. So, I mean, I was sitting there. I had no idea what time it was. And then finally when we won the baseball game, I was like, oh, it's 1 o'clock. Oh, man. And then, of course, you had to stay up and look at the uh, – People being really drunk and yelling at the news anchors. Those are always great. <laughs> and like really showing. My favorite one, I think it was on uh, on Friday, they had Paul Wall, the local uh, hip-hop artist. And he had the grills. He was like the, the shiny teeth. And uh -huh. he was talking to a lady. And yeah, I couldn't understand a word he was saying. But uh, they're having a good time. So Astros are up three games to two now, yeah. right? Which it's, means if they won that first game, they'd, they'd have the series right now. Because it's best of seven, right? So yes. This is, so they could have won four to one. But hey, at least he's keeping it going. I'm maintaining, and if Jake, you're listening in, I will still arm wrestle you for this one. I say it's going to be the Astros in seven, and it's going to get down to the well, ninth see, inning. I, what's even crazier to me about this baseball thing is when we're watching yesterday's game, I think it was like in the second or third inning, the the Dodgers hit that four run, the four runs or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, does that mean we lost or like <laughs> what? And then a couple of innings later, boom. Astros do the same thing. I'm like, oh, so no one really knows what's going on. Yeah, I was uh, keeping up as best I could until I finally crashed last night with the, you know, the the, the phone dinging with the updates. They you know, kept going. Dodgers up by four. Okay, they lost this thing. Astros up, by, you know, yeah. they tied at four. And so I woke up this morning. What I do, uh, you know, it's like still dark, and I take the phone. I kind of scroll through all the news things that I missed throughout the night. And usually it's a car accident or something stupid like that shooting here. But I just saw like 30 updates on. Um, the game and just seeing the score go up by four, tied at four, five to four, you know, and finally, uh, as I'll scroll it in, I'll go all the way to the bottom and then scroll up. So I'm not going in reverse order. So I had no idea that they won until I got to the last 
update. It's pretty. I mean, it was it was a very exciting game, especially the back and forth of the home runs, and then you had several players make errors. The Astros made a lot of errors, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, they're just falling apart, aren't they? And then right when they get up to bat, they hit some home runs. Like, okay, maybe they're not falling. Even that one guy, the one guy who made one of the crucial errors, allowed some runs. Right, he was he batted first, hit a home run, so it didn't affect him. I guess cool. it, having that error. But I, I'm excited about the game. I think the next game tonight, actually, the Dynamo play. Mm-hmm. Houston Dynamo did the first round of the playoffs. Right. So uh, I don't know if they're playing here or they're playing in Portland, but that's going to starting today. And then tomorrow, that's when the Astros come back. And it'll be interesting to hear what Jake has to say. Yeah, uh, I've got, actually, i got a couple of things to, to talk with Jake about, kind of get a, get his perspective on it, especially in regards to the Texans. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on. But, uh, you know, we do have other news stuff to talk about, but we got to take a break. We all know we have sponsors here on Mornings with Lone Star. Revamped. Conroe Coffee. And also Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And apparently Clean Sweep, Clean Sweep came in and did an awesome job at the studio over the weekend because there was a, a Kramer incident on Friday. Yeah, I want to hear more about this uh, off the air. Yeah. So uh, if you don't mind, folks, stick around. Listen to some sponsor segments and stuff like that. If you want to join, uh, join us on the conversation here with Mornings Lone Star, MW Lone Star on Facebook. Or call in 936-647-3776. We'll be right back. Igor on chains, back by his baying hound. The coffin bangers were about to arrive. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theatre and the Owen Theatre, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-266. 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Welcome back, Mornings Lynn Star. Hanging out all the way till 11 o'clock today. We do have a special guest, folks, coming up around 10 15. We're going to learn about bears. 
bears. I know uh, we ta- we spoke about uh, bear mace, so maybe she can. T- I mean, I guarantee she won't know too much about bear mace. But uh, we are gonna have a special guest coming in around ten fifteen. Until then, we're gonna be doing our new talk format. Uh, well, basically, folks, what we're gonna be doing is from nine to eleven every weekday morning. We're gonna do talk and some different music. So if you have a song request of any genre you like, let us know nine three six six four seven three seven seven six. Um, and then we're if you want to message us on Facebook, we're here. We have it open, basically. And I want to wish everyone a happy Halloween's Eve. I know Halloween was a lot of fun for the adults over the weekend, but tomorrow will be the uh, day you take out the kids. You know what show I started watching, Sean? Uh, Stranger Things oh, came season- out the, the next uh, rendition. I guess they call it the season two. but Yeah, they're calling it Stranger Things 2. But uh, they definitely hit the... Definitely hit the uh, head, head on the nail with the Halloween fun, because like, they had a conversation about the Three Musketeers candy bar and how it's kind of <laughs> like halfway a candy bar. Right. I always felt like that was they they literally made a joke about they, one of them out of the four boys that was his favorite. Everyone's like it's it sucks. Why would you like Three Musketeers? <laughs> and uh, it's true. Like why why do they why do they make the Three Musketeers candy bar? Do you think? I like it. Well, yeah, but I mean, I would say a good number of people. If you outlined every single candy they give out, that's going to be at the lower, lower two thirds of well, the pick. I think they make it much like soft serve ice cream. It's that it's so froth. It's like the byproduct of making an actual candy bar, and it's like we don't want to waste all this stuff. Well, you know that that frothy center of Three Musketeers is mostly air, and that's why you can sell like soft serve ice cream for so cheap because so many air bubbles are in there. That if you condensed it I down, just, it I can't imagine down. eating the actual candy bar though. Mm-hmm. Like the little nuggets that you can get for Halloween, mm-hmm. trick or treating, I can kind of see that. But like buying a full candy, like you ever bought a full Three Musketeer? For my for my own consumption, you betcha. Are you serious? Oh, like yeah. the the long one, like yeah. you ate the whole marshmallow basically. Mm-hmm. Oof, that's rough, man. You yeah, but do what you got to do. That's that's the, probably the worst candy bar though, out of. People trying to be legit candy bars for Halloween. Okay, people, listen up. If Dick and I decide to go trick-or-treating together, I get his three months. No, I think bar. that's what we're going to do tomorrow. I'm going to go to the store, and mm-hmm. I'm going to see what is the popular candy, and we're going to try. I'm going to buy a bag of mixed candy, and we're going to try it, and we're going to smack it on the air okay. and see what the <laughs> best best one. So bring your toothbrush and, uh, and I guess, pickle juice to clean the palate. And... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> You know, we're having a good time. But, you know, a lot of stuff is going on in the news. And uh, I know we, will, we probably want to mention something about the Manfort thing and then yeah. the Kevin Spacey thing. Mm. And then the Houston Astros we'll keep talking about and the yeah. Dynamo and, you know, all that good the stuff. Texans. And then, of course, the uh, Texans owner being said that uh, don't let the, pr- the inmates run the prison. I think that's pretty great. Right. Did you hear about that? Yeah, and it's got to go in context. I want to know Jake's input on this because mm-hmm. I didn't really understand when he said it. Because the way they made it sound was they somehow recorded the conversation during the NFL meeting, and then finally it's out mm-hmm. that he would say something like that. Almost like it, a hit piece. It got leaked. Yeah, uh, I I know uh, kind of the timeline on it. In a nutshell, players rep or reps from the players' union went to the meeting of team owners. Team owners, and you know, McNair being chief among them, saying, listen, we're hurting. You know, players' antics are killing football right now where revenues down ads are down you know uh, viewership is down and at some point in that meeting mcnair piped up with we can't let the inmates run the prison 
Meaning to say, as everybody should know, we can't, you know, the inmates can't, we can't let the inmates run the asylum. It's like saying we can't let the buck privates run the army. You know, basically there's a chain of command and you have employer and employee and you can't let the employee run the company. No, I understand. But it got, it, what happened was that got recorded apparently surreptitiously and then mysteriously leaked. And, I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out, I don't think there's an owner in the universe right now, a player's owner, a team owner. Who would want that release? So I'm thinking it was leaked by the player's rep. And it's suddenly gotten turned into a racial thing, which absolutely makes no sense. Because if you're offended saying, well, if he's saying that inmates running the prison, that that's against black people, then you are admitting that prisons are filled with black people. That makes you the racist. So it, it just literally, it makes no sense on that. The guy misspoke. We know it, but it's, it's, it's more headline. And even if he meant to say the inmates running the prison, he did not mean we can't let black people take over white ownership jobs. That is the last thing McNair said. And McNair has made every one of these people millionaires. Yeah. I think that's just kind of the funny thing is this this kind of topic keeps hitting the headlines. They're, they're trying desperately to remain relevant. It's almost like they're searching. We got to keep it relevant. We mm -hmm. don't want to talk about anything that's real. And especially with the NFL, it's, I, and that's why I'm really interested to see how the Super Bowl pans out because – the kneeling thing has died out. No one really cares. And they, they continue to kneel, but I think the World Series right now has taken over the sports talk. And I know one guy, that one dude who did the racial, the slant eyes thing, mm -hmm. uh, that that probably was, should be the talk of, you know, if you want to talk about diversity and yeah. sports. And you know what? He was an idiot who made an idiot move, made a mistake. He apologized. He, he's been ex uh, suspended for six games or six months next season. And he's going to take it like a man, and we all move well, on. We don't make the whole well, team racist. Even, even the response from the pitcher who he did it for, that even had a better response. Yeah. I don't know if you saw what he said, but you should check it out, folks. Like, he basically said, we're over it. You know, this is something that, I mean, he was he, he made, a, made a mistake. He apologized. Mm -hmm. It's over. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah. But what's even better is that man who did do the racial deal, mm -hmm. he played in Japan for, like, three seasons. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know if it was more of like a, a culture joke. It could be a culture joke. I'll tell you what. I live in Japan, and there are a few countries more racist than Japan. Truly, I was kaijin all the time. I mean, I was just totally, you, you know, they would do the opposite, how, you know, a racist American will, will put his finger to the side to squint yeah. his eyes. Japanese to me would come up to me and pull their eye, you know, eyelids wide open. Oh, kaijin. And, um... You know, I dealt with it. I, I dealt with, you know, restaurants saying no Americans allowed. Taxi drivers zipping you, zipping past you. Uh, no, I'm just saying, yeah. I was a kid. Well, I mean, I think that MLB, MLB handled it. Boom, done. I mean, no one's really talking about it anymore after the apology and after the— When the supposed victim is not offended, it becomes incumbent on some people to be offended for them. Oh, oh yeah. we're going to be offended on your behalf. And that didn't happen, did it? No. Well, they're they're, they're trying. Well, uh, you're absolutely right for the, uh, the, the slant-eyed— joke gone wrong, uh, it became a non-issue. It's not in the headlines because everyone took it for what it was meant to be, a, a stupid move. Um, hold on, I'm about to cough here. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm a little I nervous there. This is something we go off the air. Uh, so uh, that happened in, in the baseball, but football, There, I, I have a question. I want to ask Jake this. What would, have, what would J.J. Watt have done? Would he have knelt too? Because a lot of people are are upset with the Texans now. It didn't help that they lost the game, also. Oh, yeah, that stunk. 
I mean, they should have won that game. But yeah, but, this uh, is like a two twofer because they've, they've now alienated literally half their fan base by doing this. They were the one team that linked arms and said, no, we're not going to take part in these shenanigans. And again, they know this wasn't a black thing. It, it, it so wasn't. And I will have, you know, I will have enlightened discourse with anyone who wants to say otherwise. Uh, but I wonder if J.J. Watt would have known. I, I would like to think he wouldn't have. But how lucky for him that he's out for the season. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not doing uh, newscasting or something. Can he do that? That's a good question. Maybe Jake will know. Jake, yeah, if you're listening in, he'll, he, Google He that. could be a greeter at H-E-B. <laughs> That's what he could do with his spare time. So go. what do you think of this Paul Manafort stuff? Boy, uh, I think Mueller is hoping. Uh, so for, first of all, Mueller went for the big one. Let's, let's let people know who's Paul Manafort. Paul, Paul Manafort, Manafort uh, was formerly on uh, the, the Trump campaign. Yeah. And has been th- this investigation, uh, the, what Manafort's been accused of in the Russian dealings and money laundering goes precedes him ever joining the Trump campaign. This is Manafort. Not the Trump campaign, and it's well, that's one thing. To that's one thing I'm interested in, especially how people are going to be reporting this, mm-hmm. because I think he's in trouble for something outside of the campaign, right? Correct. It has nothing to do with his work with Donald Trump. Correct. In the it came up during the campaign, uh, during the investigation that itself was started because of the fake dossier, the debunked dossier. That was the basis of all the FISA warrants, all the all the wiretapping warrants, yeah. and, and all the surveillance warrants. And all the document warrants. Um, so there's a legal issue in that in and of itself. But the you know, simple fact is he was under investigation pre-Trump campaign. This money laundering is not about the Trump campaign. It, not it's a, too bad. I'm I'm really waiting for something to happen. There, I need something to happen. There are gonna be smoking guns on both sides, truly. And this is Manafort, if he indeed is guilty of the money laundering, should pay full penalty. There, there are others involved with him uh that did get um you know, they're, they're tied into the Trump campaign now. And it may be that we will find with this investigation that the Trump campaign did do something. But this is what investigations are all about. They're supposed to be impartial and wide-ranging. So- well, that's one thing I, I, I'm interested to see as it pans out, because I feel like this is going to be something that bites the media in the butt because the way they portray something that is something that seems complicated as the situation with the arresting of this guy. Because... Not only what I read that he was, you know, he uh, he was kicked out of the campaign, basically. He was asked to leave or that kind of thing. He also worked with Podesta and the group who did Hillary Clinton's campaign. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of one of those things where— This can go anywhere. Yeah, and I—, I but I, I did find it interesting that my phone told me about the story, but the first word was Trump's advisor is being indicted. And I was like, oh, that's kind of crazy. But Yeah, Trump's former advisor— <laughs> Or a man who happened to be, and you know, as, as you know, I, I try to maintain a, a balance. I personally lean conservative, but I'm just uh, one thing. Actually, we can talk about later is Facebook. I'm noticing a disturbing trend on Facebook with friends who want to post fake stuff under the knowing is fake, but saying, "Wow, could this be true?" or "It should be true," and kind of propagating. And I'm starting to call people on it, and I'm probably going to lose friends as a result. But just, and it goes both ways. I, I did the same thing when people were putting up a uh, President Obama wearing, uh, you know, not putting his hand over the heart, that, that photo of uh, everyone else had their hand over the heart and he didn't, or he's wearing an African outfit. And they're like, oh, proof, po- proof positive he's a Muslim terrorist. I call people out on both sides on that. And I'm just, uh, well, that's what we do on this hard-hitting show this that's morning. That's right. 
We, but, we uh, keep it real. It we, is 9.57. So already? We're, we're gonna ha- yeah, I know. Crazy, right? That's what happens when you start three minutes later than usual. Uh, we have Katie Krause coming in. And she's from bearsetc.org. That's bearsetc.org. She's going to be coming in talking about their upcoming clay shoot fundraiser at the Blackwood Gun Club over there on 2854. Mm-hmm. So we have her coming in around 10.15. So as you stick around for that, we're going to take a quick music break. This is the new thing we're doing. Yeah. So we're going to take an extended break. And uh, coming up, for us right now, let's do some Aerosmith. That's right. We can take song requests from you guys, IRLoneStar.com. Uh, to call in 936-647-3776. Let's learn about bears here in Montgomery County. And bear coming mace. Up. No, I mean, I guarantee you it's not. I'm not going to get my answers about bear mace. But uh, they did have those weird videos online about them. You know, like actually show you how to use them. I'm like, those poor bears. Just for the for the sake of having a training video. You need to load up with bear mace and mountain Lion mace and cougar mace. Do they really have all that stuff? I would hope so. Interesting. I'd hate to avoid the bear and get eaten by the mountain lion. We'll be back. Morning's Lone Star. Here's some Aerosmith. We'll be back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Back with Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy 2.0. It's where we are. We're talking from 9 to 11 and expanding our music repertoire. That was So we put in some Neil Diamond. We put in, who else did we put in there in that music break? Aerosmith. Aerosmith. What, what's Neil Diamond's favorite or most popular song? I would, I would have wow. to probably say it would be... Um, America's huge. Uh, probably Love on the Rocks. Love on the Rocks because of the movie, the jazz singer that mm-hmm. it became um, like the the anthem. But America was also in the jazz singer. Also, it's what he sings at the end. I mean, he's got a lot of like poppy. Uh, not pop, it, they're popular in that a lot of people know them. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, I love Neil Diamond necessarily. Well, he's one of those artists. I think that you put him on, or you, you know, if he comes on the radio. You just listen to it, Cracklin' yeah. Rose, you know, uh, songs like that. Um, you kind of bounce along with it. What's the Blue Jeans? Uh, is it Blue Jeans? Blue Jeans. No. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Um, it's one of my favorites. It's like there are certain movies that 
if it, if you're flipping channels and it's there, you just stop and watch it. And like The Rock, every time The Rock comes on, I don't care if it's halfway through, I'll just stop surfing at that point. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just it's, it's fun to watch Nick Cage overact like that. Nick Cage, yeah. Is he is he running for presidency in 2020? 2020. That's when the next. Oh, election. why not? Well, I'm, I'm you know I'm running again. My, my campaign's already kicked off. I ran last time. Oh yeah. I tied for third. Nice. I did. Nice. And, uh, yes, <laughs> skippyforprez.com, and that's uh, prez with a Z and four like a, the numeral. Just check it out. The numeral. The numeral four. Not F-O-R, but, you know, the, like, Fantastic Four on their chest. I, got, I got you. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm cool. just making fun cool, of you. Cool story. <laughs> just making fun of you. <laughs> uh, well, Where's my bingo card, man? I know. You I'll, promised me. I, we're, it's in the works. It's in okay. the productions. So we're, we're going to have it. But how are you? Well, we have a special guest, and so we don't want to waste that time, do we? Do you want to? You want to just do us right now, and then? Well, it's later? all about us. But I guess True. we can we can we can open it up. Okay. Well, we have a returning guest. Katie Krauss uh, is in the studio with Bears, etc. Katie. Good morning. Good morning. I got to turn on your mic, don't I? Yes. Uh, there we go. How about try it again? Psych. Good morning. No, her mic. No, still not. Jake, can you check her out? Oh, I got it. It's working now. I bet. And for the. Uh, one more time. There we go. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> We're just going to fix this in post, right? We're going to delete. This morning brought to you by Conroe Coffee. <laughs> if you're making the mistakes because you're not drinking enough coffee. That's why Jake needs to be engineering that. Yeah. Dick. Jake, why, why aren't you over here? <laughs> but uh, welcome, Katie. I'm really glad to have you. You were here, was it last Monday? Yeah, with, last Monday with, with Margie. Yeah, with Conroe Culture. So if you don't want to listen to her now, check out that show. How about that? Uh, but now we have her in the studio, and we're talking about your upcoming sh clay shoot fundraiser happening at the Blackwood Gun Club down the street, yes. 2854. No bears are going to be shot at, right? No. Okay. Are there bears going to be present? Um, there may be my husband in the Polson costume. He, we have a bear costume. This is real so. bears, though. We're talking about fundraiser for an organization right. that helps real bears. Right. Okay. So Bears Etc. is an exotic animal refuge started eight months ago. Um, that's when we received our nonprofit and so we are fundraising to get a property so we can start rescuing bears out of the exotic pet trade. People will purchase them as babies and then realize that three or four years old, this huge thing that needs a lot of entertainment <laughs> and a lot <laughs> of stuff to break, I guess, so to speak, uh, don't make good pets. And so then we take them in. It's like getting the, uh, the chicks and little ducklings for Easter, and then they grow up to be chickens and ducks, and they're just not as cute. So same thing with yes. the bear cub, I'm guessing. And they poop everywhere, too, so. Especially in the woods. Yeah. But. So, uh, Katie, a question I have, um, if this is a single sanctuary for different kinds of bears, I'm presuming, do they, like, kind yeah. of get along with each other? Um, no, they won't be housed together okay. unless they're the same species. Right. Um, a lot of the other sanctuaries have had a lot of success um, integrating black bears in together in large habitats, as long as there's enough resources. So we're talking food, water, shelter, enough for them to play with enrichment wise, um, to keep them busy throughout the day. So they're not fighting with each other, uh, enough space. Our plan is one acre per bear. So if we have five bears in a habitat, there'll be five acre habitats. So, wow, we're pretty excited. That's, that's cool. And I can only imagine how much like food, you know, the resources involved just of feeding these guys. A bear in hyperphagia, which is in the fall when they uh, start bulking, gearing, carving, carving up. Yeah, um. carving up uh, for winter <laughs> will eat 40 pounds of produce a day. 
I'm carving so, up right yeah, now, too. Me. I'm getting ready for that long winter nap. Hey, Bears, bring it. Yeah, after all that baseball, right? I'll, yeah. meet, I'll meet you at the buffet, So Bears. if you can imagine a black bear, you know, anywhere from 300, 500, 600 pounds is a quite large black bear. A brown bear is almost double that. So can you imagine how much produce uh, wow. that they go through, along with meat? Um, black bears don't eat as much meat. Their meat source or protein source is more bugs, grubs, nuts. They will eat on a carcass, but not like a brown bear who fish and small animals and stuff. So, yeah. So wow. that's just the produce part of it. So we're very thankful to be teaming up with the Montgomery Food Bank. And we go and buy the pallet box. Uh, we'll get uh, fruits and vegetables that they've stuck in their freezer that can no longer be used for human consumption. And they don't like that. that this is given to the bears. <laughs> yep. Give it to Mikey. He'll eat anything. <laughs> Jake has no idea what I'm talking about. No, no clue. I'm, I'm lost on that. Are you too young 70s. for that? Yeah, I guess. So we got a ding on the, uh, yeah. the bingo board that, that's for that a, one. That's an age one. Yeah, in the 70s, there was a com- uh, cereal commercial about, and the kids didn't want to eat it because moms approved it. And they're like, give it to Mikey. He'll eat it. And Mikey, it was a uh, life cereal. Yep. Great. Mikey apparently died <laughs> of frog. Wait, dinosaurs <laughs> ate cereal? <laughs> yeah, we did. Because, you know, you got Flintstones Cocoa Puffs or whatever they were. Yeah. Well, it, you know, back then it was just Cocoa Puffs, not, <laughs> not Flintstones, because it was in the era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question about the um, the cubs that people buy. A, where do you get them? And B, how much do they cost? Well, um, there is... Um, kind of like we have the green sheet here, mm-hmm. there's an animal finder's guide that people will advertise in. So depending on your state regulations, depends on if you can bring one in or if you, you know, what permits you need and stuff like that. So in the state of Texas, if it's a native species, so black bears are a native species, black bears, cougars, bobcats, wolves, um, you have to have a special permit for those. But if they're not a native species, so we're talking tigers, lions, um, chimpanzees, you don't have to have a permit for it to bring it in. Um, then you go down to a county level where in Harris County, you know, you can't have those, um, in Montgomery County, you can't have them without a permit, Mm -hmm. um, things of that nature. So it, and then it goes down to a city too. Like just because your county says no, sometimes your city does too. So different counties around Texas, uh, require different things. Um, Walker County doesn't have, uh, many laws. Uh, Grimes County has, you have to be a sanctuary or a zoo. Um, so it just, it just depends where you're at. And then what does it cost? What, I mean, what does a what does a bear cub cost? What's a bear going for um, <laughs> on the dark web? I hear that a lot on TV lately. They the go to the dark web. web. Yeah, I don't even and know what that is. It's like four www dot whatever. How do you get to the dark web? I, I don't know. Oh, it exists. Way. I know, but I don't know how. Uh-huh. I don't think I want to go there. <laughs> we are the dark web. So oh, you, you know what? You know how to get to the dark web. You, you do instead of www dot. It's aaa dot. That's it. We're bringing back to trouble. But, um, <laughs> Bring it back to AAA. When Anyhow, so <laughs> <laughs> hey, we warned you on this one. So let's let, uh, if you don't mind, let the folks know what's going on at Blackwood. What we're okay. we shooting at. What? Uh, where we? Yeah. How do we? How do we fundraise? What do I win? I don't win a cub, right? No. We established <laughs> we're that. We're not giving away bear cubs. Um, we have. We do have bear paintings. So paintings that have been done by bears. Um, we oh, actual bear paintings. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's part of their enrichment program. Uh, so, is one of them named Bear Casso? No. Oh, that'd Bear be, Bryant? Bear Bryant. Ooh, that's a good one, <laughs> hey, too. I did, I did have a foster thing. puppy that went to Alabama, and his name was Bear, so he's Bear Bryant. But anyways, um, so Blackwood Gun Club, November 11th. Registration starts at 1.30. You can get your tickets prior to that on Eventbrite. There's a Bears 
Beers and Booms event on Eventbrite. We have one on Facebook too. Our Facebook page is Bears, et cetera, and you can go there to find the event page. Um, depending on the level, we still have sponsorship tickets available. Those are our Kodiak and our Grizzly Bear sponsorships, and those are include signage, golf carts, your ammo, like the whole works for a team of four. And then it goes down from there. Um, so like I said, you can get the, all those on Eventbrite. And uh, dinner afterwards is... Uh, catered by Sammy's Wild Game Grill. So we're having sliders from there. If you've never eaten there, it's absolutely delicious. We'll have some kangaroo, some yak, probably some camel and some emu burgers. So excited for that. But no bears. But no bears. No, they don't have bear meat there. That would be so inappropriate. <laughs> it kind of would be. <laughs> Is kangaroo meat very tough? I can imagine kangaroo meat being a tougher meat. I have never had kangaroo yet. So that's my next. That's exciting. Let's, I, I'm, Jake, I'm, let's you and I go there and just like get the, the slider sampler the package. Si there you go. There are dinner tickets available on the Eventbrite page, so you don't have to come shoot to be at the dinner. At the dinner, there's a silent and live well, there auction. You go. Yeah, just come to the dinner. Uh, silent and live auction, I'm very excited. Our live auction item is a safari for two in South Africa. It's a photo safari. And oh. It's a six-day, six-night very amazing stay. Uh, and uh, so we get half of the proceeds and they get half the proceeds and they're big into rhino conservation. So we're very excited to be partnering with them uh, with this safari. Cool. Uh, Katie, one question I do have, because uh, with this sanctuary, if it comes to pass, the uh, the chances of me actually interacting with a bear have just gone up considerably. Uh, I hear that you play dead, you climb a tree, you run fast as you can, you clap, you, you know, bears coming after me. And assuming I can't throw Jake in front of me to take the bullet, as it were. You just have to run faster than him. Uh, run faster than the bear. So I <laughs> No, run faster than Jake. <laughs> I'm safe. I cannot run Skippy. I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty fast for an old guy. I, I, whoops, hold a hammy. But uh, how, do you, how does one um, survive that? Well, uh, the play dead is kind of an old wives' tale, you mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. If you come across a bear, number one, uh, our first part of the education piece is don't go walking in the woods by yourself, um, especially this time of year. Uh, if you do, wear bells, sing songs, don't have your earbuds in, you know. It, it's just like, you know, they tell women at Safety Defense, don't be running by yourself with your earbuds in. You want to be aware of everything around you. You want to be concentrating on your walk or hike or run. Um, watch for signs of a bear. So that's step number one, be aware of your surroundings. Uh, number two, when you see it, stop and just back up, stop and watch and see what the bear's behavior is. Um, but don't ever turn around and run away. Okay. Don't ever turn around and run towards it or, go, you know, run towards it, obviously. Um, if it turns around and starts charging you, um, then you want to be real big. You want to bluff it. You want, if you have a jacket on, raise your jacket up, you know, make yourself bigger and loud and scary and then they may stop. Um, I am carry, so bear <laughs> carry bear spray with you. This is the biggest bear mace? thing. Uh, yeah, bear mace. It's uh, a deterrent, it's, folks. Right. Just to let you know. There is actual um, and they bear sell mace. it. Yeah, they sell it at the different hunting um, uh, or gun places here mm -hmm. in Conroe. They sell it at REI. There are bears in the national forest. Um, they're moving in. They're transient males. I've encountered one. I was in California. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, I wow. was uh, I was hiking through the redwoods, and all yeah. of a sudden I heard this noise, and I was like, "That's kind of a loud noise for a person not being around me." And I look, I look, kind of like looked around, and then I saw. I guess it wasn't a cub, but it wasn't a full brown mm -hmm. bear, but it was it was big enough. It was moving. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was just, it just ran. Kind of like when you see deer just run around. It's like, well, there's a bear. And then, <laughs> and I kind of like looked around. I'm like, all right, so if he comes towards me, where do I go? And how do I get out of here? Aren't you, see, aren't you glad I asked earlier? Those, that was an important safety tip. That well, I just kind of, I kind of migrated to a tree and kind of like hit around one of the big trees. And I was like, all right, maybe if you just, he just keep Yeah, walking. brown bears, they can't climb well as adults. Um, if this was a sub-adult, it may still be able to climb. Uh, black bears, they can climb their entire I lives. Got, so I got some good photos, though. See, this is why I'm Very a city cool. boy all the way. <laughs> I can just imagine Dick trying to outclimb a bear up a tree and the bears being like, ha ha, I don't know if the bear poops in the woods, but Dick sure did. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, I wasn't frightened of it. It was more of just kind of like, what do you do? Because there's so much terrain around you at these, you know, when you're hiking and stuff, you're like, I could run, I guess, but I'm not going to run. I'm not like he's not threatening me. Yeah. He's just kind of walking as, around. As long around. as you're calm and keep your energy low. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that's going to stop you from getting attacked by a bear. But, I mean, that's another aspect of it. You know, when you start getting your energy up and, you know, and stuff like that, sometimes they can feel. But is too. that is that why Beer Mace was invented? Because of so many hunters and things shooting bears to get away from them? So it's like, I, hey, I don't know the origination. Well, but, it's just yeah. reading about bear mace. Like they literally have hip things for it. Right. Holsters. Exactly. So I'm like, man, and where are you? It's on your belt. Yeah. Where are you going to be? got to be having bear mace on you. You know, it's because most people carry a gun. Right. And so that's my only guess is they, they really try to push the stuff that way because it deters them. It may, there's training videos. It shows that what right. the bear the bear does when it gets in their face. The bear literally does 180. And it's like, right. I am. It's, it's like the mace for people on steroids and it'll shoot 20 feet. So, and it's important for you to practice. And I tell people this all the time. If you're going into the woods with someone, what's your game plan? You share that game plan, just like you would a fire drill at home with your kids. Practice flipping the switch. Practice getting out of your holster. Because if you're fumbling, that's precious time right there. Because they can sprint really fast. Oh, it's, 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 <laughs> we were talking about that. How fast bears can actually yeah. go. They can go up to like 35 Miles per hour, depending yeah. on what kind of bear it is. Yeah, and they and have what they're, what they're eating. Uh, poor eyesight, but their nose makes up for that. They can smell, their sense of smell is stronger than a bloodhound. So this really, like, not only does it make their eyes burn, but it makes their nose burn um, and stuff too. So it really um, distracts them on various sensory levels um, to stop their charge. Do but bears cry? Um, like tears or would it whimper like a dog? Like if you, if a dog gets hurt, it'll go, it'll whimper, you know, does it, would, will a bear do something similar to that or? Um, they do more of a huffing. They, they only have a few noises. If you're walking through the, you'll never hear a bear, even though we're talking like 300 to you know, 800 pounds, you'll never hear them. Um, they have a, um, they clap their teeth. Um, and that's, and they have a, and that's kind of a happy, give me a snack type of noise when they <laughs> greet each other, you know, sounds like, like that. Skippy. Yeah. but they don't have a, a wine, uh, huh. or anything like that. It's, it's more of, they get mad and they, you know, at you or something <laughs> like that. So well, bear protection aside, it's, um, you know, they're bears. It's what they do. And I think to have a sanctuary for them, you know, these, these big boys and girls need a special place. Uh, you know, the exotics who have been like, a, as you yeah. said, kind of, uh, and it's like, you know, sharks get a raw deal too. You, you know, they're being sharks. So bears are being bears. So sharks um, are not getting And any just raw because deal. they're bottle raised in captivity doesn't mean they lose that instinct. We have right. to think about, you know, dogs. They've been 
raised for thousands of years as companions for people. You know, mm. when we continue to create, you know, new breeds and stuff. Bears are still bears. They still are instinctual. They still, you know, um, and they need a lot of respect. And, you know, um, we're doing a really good job over in, um, oh, my goodness, now I'm losing my thought, um, of preventing bear-human conflict because mm-hmm. um, there's a resident population over in Big Bend. And they are doing amazing things to prevent human-bear conflict, whereas you hear about all the stories in Yellowstone of people, you know, feeding the bears and stuff like that. And we're trying to do that here in East Texas, too. Cool. Um, to prevent that from happening because, you know, when we were little, you know, we've been conditioned about stories about, you know, the three bears or the big bad wolf or, you know, all of these monster movies of these big grizzly bears, you know, and stuff attacking. And so they actually are good animals and they're very good for our ecosystem. They help the pollinators and um, they help spread seeds and um, stuff like that. If we get rid of them as part of our ecosystem, we lose a lot. Well, what's, uh, if people are interested in checking out bears, there's a pretty cool website called explore.org and they do a live stream. Of bears eating, like the, like uh, in, well, this one in particular is in Alaska at the Katmai yep. National Park. I can't really, yep. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. But you can watch these bears just hang out. I'm watching a couple bears right now, just sitting there looking at each other. So this is kind of <laughs> creepy. But uh, <laughs> but though during the eating season, you can actually watch them do that iconic going into the stream. The fish oh, jump no, out and they grab, grab the and like it's kind of creepy how good they are. And uh, they learn that from their mom. So if their mom has this specific fishing technique. Yeah, this one's eating right now. Uh, then they learn that technique. Some of them do a splash in, jump on a fish. Some of them swipe them up. Some of them watch for them up on top of the waterfall and they jump in their mouth and they get good at catching fish, you yep. know, and stuff. It's it's pretty amazing uh, their behavior and how they learn and adapt and, you know, all these techniques. That is so um, cool. They're smart like primates and elephants. So. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, if you don't mind, you let the me. listeners know again what's going on with the gun club fundraiser and okay. when that is and all that kind of stuff. November 11th, Blackwood Gun Club here in Conroe, clay shoot fundraiser. Uh, the tickets are on our website, if uh, B-E-A-R-S-E-T-C.org. And if you go to our events, you'll find it there. There's a link to our Eventbrite page. To get your tickets, uh, tickets will be sold at the door. Um, so it's uh, 12 stations, uh, 72 clays, and then dinner, silent auction, live auction afterwards. So we're pretty excited. This is our biggest fundraiser of the year. So we really want to sell the tickets out. So you got individual tickets, sponsorship opportunities to yep. t- like table tickets too, maybe? Yep. Cool. Yep. So we have dinner tickets, individual tickets. We'll put you on a team, um, then teams of four, and then different sponsorship levels too. Cool. I think Jake and I are we're we're, we're well. I you know I've never, over that that I've slider. never been. Yeah, the slider idea is great, but I've never shot clay before, so you know they probably wouldn't no want me on their team. Needed. But I'll definitely go Just for the. Come dinner. out and have fun. I'll go for the. I'll they're, go for some sliders. They're little, you know. I'm like a bear. ceramic frisbees. You, you can't miss them. Can we put you in the Polson costume? Oh, all all day, <laughs> all day. I will sign up for that in a heartbeat. I love dressing up. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to have to do a quick music break. Not really quick. This is going to be extended music break yeah. here at the bottom of the hour. It is 1028. You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. And we're brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, folks. So stick around. We're going to play some music. 
And uh, after that, we'll be back for about 30 minutes. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Earlier, uh, Dick and I were talking sports stuff. Apparently, there was a game that was played last night. Y'all know sports? I was too busy watching Walking Dead, so, um, but apparently my phone kept Was that also up. five hours long? It felt like it, yeah. <laughs> well, it's in zombie apocalypse. you got to watch it more than once. Well, And then you got to watch Talking Dead, right? Yeah, so you got to watch Talking Dead afterwards. That was like three, four hours right there. Um, but so I was ranting earlier about Bob McNair. Is it Bob McNair? McNair, right? yeah. Um, misspoke. I mean, he said something dumb, but it wasn't racially motivated at all. He was no. saying black people shouldn't take over white people's jobs. But this is what's being protested. Oh, more black. I don't think it had anything to do with black or white. Then why are they doing the exact same physical action as the Black Lives Matter NFL? Well, it's because it's the easy take, right? Rather than sitting here and saying, hey, he might have just misspoke or, hey, I think we're reading too much into his intentions. They're just going to run with the the fire. They're going to just add more fire, lighter fluid to it and just let it it burn. Because this whole kerfuffle happened because a... If I'm hearing right, a players union rep or reps went to this meeting with owners and the owners are pretty much saying, listen, the players are kind of tanking the sport right now. Viewership's down, uh, revenue's mm-hmm. down and talking about how to control the players, you know, from extracurricular shenanigans. And at which point McNair said, we can't have the inmates running the prison, which is usually spoken as we can't have the inmates running the asylum or you can't have the buck privates running the army. <laughs> you know, is you can't have the the burger flipper at McDonald's run the corporate office. It's not a race thing at all. It's not a class warfare thing. It's a chain of command thing. 
Yeah. You know, McNair has made each one of these ingrates a million, a multimillionaires. Yeah. No, yeah. and, and I, I, and he's ran that team very well to the extent of they're not necessarily in contention for the Super Bowl every year, but they're relevant every year. And, and they've, and he's done a great job with helping to create a fan base, not just in the Houston, greater Houston area, but also across Texas. It, you go look at San Antonio and Austin, where those people lie with their fan bases, whether it's with the Houston Texans or the Dallas Cowboys. Bob McNair has been a you know big proprietor of, hey, we've got to go steal those markets from oh from the Cowboys. We've mm-hmm. got to make them think that, hey, this is the the team you want to and and, and they've embraced the um, the diverse culture of the Houston and Texas areas. And I I just I. People are reading too much into it, and I, I understand that it was not the best choice of words necessarily. But come on, I don't think he, I, I, and I hate to read in Tim because you don't know what he was thinking. You really don't, and how can you? You're not him. So I, you Darvish is a perfect example of this whole situation. Game three of the World Series, Yuri Gurriel, our first base, the Astros' first baseman, made a racial in, gesture in the. Uh, a racist gesture in the dugout after hitting a home run off of you, Darwish. Right. He he slanted he his slanted eyes, his out. eyes. <laughs> and he he said something a phrase in in Cuban that means China boy, and Yuri Guriel knows better because he actually started his career in Japan mm-hmm. playing Japanese baseball, and he knows that what he did was insensitive and stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, Darwish, came out and said, you know, look, everybody's nobody's perfect including you and I, and rather than, you know, just having this hate flow over, why don't we embrace this entire situation with love and forgiveness? Mm-hmm. And so I think his stance and his take on that, I think that that should be something that that the NFL players and that the Texans players should exercise with with uh, Mr. McNair. So Absolutely agree. Good, good points, uh, truly. And I was kind of half-joking earlier, but I wonder, J.J. Watt, is water Watts? Hold on, I just drew a blank now. It's Watts, plural. JJ Watt. Watt. It singular. is singular. It's okay. Singular. See, I second guess myself. No, no, it's singular. Okay. <laughs> I, he's got to be, be very thankful right now that he broke a limb. We can't remember if he broke his arm or leg. 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 Thank you. <laughs> That's why you're here, Jake. You know That's why I said you guys heck? know sports. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm more of a human nature kind of guy, more than sports guy. But. I would think he's very thankful right now that he broke his leg because what would he have known? Did the whole team take a knee? Yeah. Yeah. Though well, I mean, everybody, everybody took a knee and, and funny, you know, that they are on the road in one of the toughest places to play. And I know they, they lost, but they played a, an excellent game. So it was funny just how well they played and unifying in unity, mm-hmm. if you will, for the well, NFL's sake. But then again, they are paid millions of dollars. To, to do so, yeah, to to do so. So when you win a game and they go, yeah, it's it's like every time a McDonald's guy gives me a Big Mac, I appreciate the hard work that went into it, but we're not going to celebrate <laughs> that he completed his job function. Well, and, and to 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 expand on the JJ Watt side of things, I, I'll be curious to see what he does with because now there, there's a, a report coming out saying that there's basically a large majority of the Texans team that doesn't want to, that they've said they don't want to play for him anymore. Okay. Bye. And, I, and <laughs> that's, that's the stance of a lot of people. And I, it's, it's kind of like, that's fine. You don't have to play, but you're not going to get paid. And when it comes down to it, 
NFL players have a lifestyle and a mantra that they that they live by and, mm. and, and that they have on a day-to-day basis that does require some, you know, lots of money. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be curious to see where J.J. comes out and, and if he is a spokesperson for, hey, we need to just focus on football, not on this, you know, or, hey, I'm backing my teammates, and I, if I were on the field, I wouldn't be playing right now either. But again, what were they protesting? That they think that McNair was saying – it was a black thing or the, that they're being accused of not being basically just saying administration. They're, they're, they're just, they're inmates basically just disgracing them and saying, Oh, you guys are just troublemakers and, you know, thieves and criminals and rapists and all that good stuff. Just with what the uh, stigma of inmates brings with it. And I, I don't, I don't know how much of it, is really coming down to this Black Lives Matter stuff, but they're they're trying to make it into that, but they're just, well, they're just you're they're, stretching to get it there, exactly, and, and, that's and that's the problem. The they are, I think, is a desperate. When the whole thing came from a meeting with this rep being told, and this rep, I'm presuming, is the one that surreptitiously recorded the the thing and then leaked it, uh, because I can't think of a single owner who would have wanted to have leaked. Can it. we can we just like not call it leak? Like leaking would imply that you had. Uh, the the person that did it did it you uh-huh. know captured the audio uh-huh. had no intention of placing it out there and somebody else did oh it. you know you were absolutely right so he just released it with the with <laughs> the intention of recording private conversations uh, for public consumption yeah and so yeah that doesn't help matters much well it's it's like murder in the first right you know you had you had a uh, you had yeah. a, it was planned yeah you know? premeditated premeditated he, that's he what was I was premeditated in his desire to just make the players look bad. And I think it's actually going to backfire uh, because the whole meeting came from them saying, listen, the players are they're kind of getting out of control. They're not playing football. That's not their primary goal. Their primary goal is to make statements, protest. It's like, yeah, and I always joke about the Titanic lookout. You have a job, <laughs> play a football game and win it. That's well, the and, only and, job in the universe. And it, some people can say it's causing so much distraction that it, it's causing the play of football to go down, which is also hurting the ratings in the NFL. I said last Wednesday on my show, I said, yeah, you can look at these protests as, as one, uh, as the, one of the issues that's causing these down ratings, but it's not the sole issue by any means. The, the play in the field this year has been incredibly sloppy. And, and yesterday was one of those, you know, rare Sundays this year where we've probably had two weekends now of football mm-hmm. where it's been good football Thursday through Monday. It's been good football, enjoyable to watch the other six weekends. It's it's been sloppy play and it's it's not enjoyable from a consumer standpoint. So I think both of those factors are, are what's hurting the ratings, but the the bad sloppy play could be in direct relationship to the distraction that's going on. It started off the field and now it's on the field, at, you know, pregame. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's 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 just an interesting situation, and I feel like every time we get close to just just kind of fading away into the good night, something happens and it sparks it back up. And it's 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 crazy because it's like, oh, can we just can we just get back to what, what we truly all love here? Is yeah, football. And it goes both ways because I got yeah, I gotta say, every time I'm thinking, okay, the White House hasn't really done anything stupid this week, and then boom, there's a new tweet. It's like, oh come on, give me give me that one day. See, you know? from someone who doesn't really follow politics, I love it because it's like, oh come on, Trump say something. Oh come on, Trump say <laughs> yes, Trump said something. <laughs> so, it's wonderful. Uh before we go to break, I got a quick question. Um Astros, I still say Astros and seven, bottom of the ninth is gonna it's gonna go all the way all the way. Um it'll it'll be I, I to be honest, there's and Dick said this when I first got in, 
how do you predict this? Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how do you look at last night's game and go, all right, Keiko's going to give up four runs in the, in the first, and then they're going to have to battle back. And then, uh, the Keiko's going to give up another three run home run. And then we're going to battle back. And it was like, there's no way we're winning that game. It was, and it was too amazing, many variables. It was way. It was an awesome game. I think their best chance to win the series is going to be tomorrow night. Okay. And then that'll be with Verlander on the mound. Verlander's nine and zero since joining the Astros uh, late or early August. And since uh, playoffs, he's been just lights out uh, only one, no decision. And that was in game two. Um, but, he didn't pitch poorly in that one, and we walked away with a win in that one. So, uh, yeah, I think their best chance is probably to win it t- tomorrow night. Cool. So, but I, I, on that note, I think uh, we're going to send it on over to break. You are listening to Mornings with Lone Star with Skippy and Dick, and the lucky guest I am to take over here. Well, thanks for doing our exit. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, what do I get to do? Nothing. <laughs> We'll be back here on Mornings of Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Stick around. We're just doing a quick commercial break. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Attention movie lovers. The Ticket Stub is a new radio show servicing Montgomery County that is meant for you. The Ticket Stub is available live every Thursday at noon on FM 104.5 and 106.1, as well as anytime on IRLoneStar.com. Connor and Dick will let you know what's coming out in the theater, what is worth streaming, and what's going on in the world of film. The Ticket Stub, your home for movie talk. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin wax voice did ring. Happy Halloween Eve. All Hallows Eve. It's October 30th. Morning the Lone Star 2.0 with Dick and Skippy. Where we get two hours-ish of talk block and some music mixed in. Yeah, we already got comments that our music choice is pretty good. Yeah, we're, we're nailing it today. So... Bring, uh, keep on sending in your song requests. We we love it. We're gonna go all over the map. Uh, I want to close out the show. We've been kind of sports heavy today, which is fine. I mean, a lot. Well, lot I mean, this is pretty exciting for the. You know, okay. You know, what I love is yesterday I uh, was asked to pick up my grandmother, 
and she wanted to go to the opera. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so where am I picking you up? Oh, the George R. Brown Convention Center. Uh, <laughs> oh, what time? Oh, like at 5.30, 6 o'clock. Oh, and I'm my like, Lord. Really? Like, That's me send an Uber to Grandma and say, I'm going to meet you down. Just in trust him, Grandma. Area. Just trust him. <laughs> he'll, he, won't, he won't hurt you. Just get into the car. But no, actually, I was very surprised at how everything was very easy to get around. Really? There was, the, only thing I, the only problem was there was just so many people mm. like on the streets. That's like so. If you're trying to take a ride or anything like that, you're you're basically waiting for all those people to get across the street, mm-hmm. and they probably have no idea where they're going. Uh, and so that that was the only issue. But it was a clean break, that's for sure. Well, well that's good. Yeah, it is good. Good to hear. Um, but we'll we'll close out the show on something that's not really sports related. Uh, apparently, Kevin Spacey's house of cards is crumbling down, <laughs> tumbling down. Uh, Kevin Spacey's latest uh, celebrity. To be um, accused of sexual harassment. This is, again, many years old. Uh, Anthony Rapp, who's a, uh, an actor best known for Rent, but also is in Star Trek Discovery. Uh, he was in Dazed and Confused mm-hmm. as well. Uh, apparently when he was 14, allegedly, um, Spacey came on to him strongly. And uh, Spacey's response was kind of like, when Weinstein was nailed, he's like, yeah, I'll be fighting these charges. In the meantime, I'm going to give you know $5 million to Planned Parenthood and and to fight the NRA, to fight Trump, yeah. Uh, Kevin Spacey is taking this opportunity to fully come out of the closet. It's one of those worst-kept secrets in Hollywood. Yeah, and, and so it's interesting, as as he does this, what do you think his motive was? Because is he trying to lessen the blow? Like, we would not attack— well, it's, it's also one of those things that someone—it's it, hard to have an actual clear argument for it because it happened so long ago. Because th- this guy who claimed this happened happened when he was 14, and now he's like 40. I mean, this happened like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to say, like, I didn't do that. Like, because I guess Kevin Spacey could come out and say, like, I never did that. You're a liar. But. Well, Spacey did say in his kind of non apology apology, he says, I, I don't remember it. And he also said, you know, if, if my, dr- basically, if my drunken shenanigans cause pain, I'm sorry. Now, I am just stating what's what. I'm not judging either way. Uh, you know, everyone's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, that kind of thing. And a uh, court of public opinion is going bonkers. In fact, the Rosie O'Donnell's of the world are blasting Kevin Spacey, but in the same breath saying, we all knew. And once again, I just, I, I blow blood vessels when I hear that. Every time I have an A-list or B-list or D-list or F-list or W-list celebrity say, oh, we knew, we just didn't say anything. I, I can't believe this is going on. And they're hopping on the bandwagon. Uh, you know, they're... Uh, Haul them up on conspiracy charges. Well, I want to say we got to close out the show. We'll talk more about that tomorrow around at 9 a.m. here on Mornings and Lone Star. Thank you for joining us today. Special thanks to Katie over at Bears, etc. being our guest. Roar. If you just now tuned in and you wanted to hear a replay, do subscribe to us on our podcast at uh, iTunes and also Google Play. And then you can also watch the show on YouTube. Just look up Mornings and Lone Star. We will be back tomorrow. Folks, so stick around. We got more talk here on Lone Star Community Radio. Come up at 11, we got the weekly business hour with Rick Schisler. And then, of course, at noon, we'll have Conroe Culture. And then at 1 p.m., we'll have Nerd Thug Radio. So, a full calendar lineup, IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. Special thanks to our sponsors this morning Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. with Mornings with Lone Star. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. 
If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.